all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Special bulletin time. Este o bulletin especial. It's time for special bulletin. Hello, everyone. This is Joseph Brownlee, your host of Body of Christ Real Talk, B-O-C-R-T-W-1964. Real Talk. This is Joseph Brownlee. Hello, hello, hola, como esta? This is Joseph Joseph Brownlee. Welcome to show, the show, the Body of Christ Real Talk. Let's get into some real talk, man. It's time for some straight out real talk, okay? Tiempo para una conversación real. Español. Hello. Okay. Sharpen our minds. Now, what's this bulletin about? This bulletin, special bulletin, that I want to talk about is preparedness. You might say, Joe, that's a special bulletin? Yeah. Anytime uh, it comes to preparedness, encouragement, lifting up, trusting, hope. I look at this as a special bulletin. You may not, but to me, it's a special bulletin. Not the way you might seem a special bulletin is or something just happened. It does not have to be on the negative uh, part all the time. It can be on an uplifting aspect. So this special bulletin is going to be uplifting to some or it might just be kind of in a gray area to others. But what I want to talk about is people that listen to my show, believers, the saved and the unsaved and curiosity listeners that listen to my show. It's time that we just really sharpened our being sharpen our minds sharpen ourselves and the way we do that is number one when it comes to the church is through the word of God you heard this before I'm sure this is nothing new but how serious do you really take this suggestion recommendation or idea of sharpening ourselves, sharpening our mind, first of all, in the Word of God. When we sharpen ourselves in the Word of God, of people of God, man and woman of God, part of the body of Christ, we become more discerning and aware of what's going on around us. If we let the Holy Spirit, and I'm talking to the body of Christ, the church, if we let the Holy Spirit guide us, and direct us through his word. You agree? Now, if you're not saved, and if you're not part of the church, and you just happen to run into this show, there's also many ways that you can sharpen yourself with encouraging things, encouraging uplifting books, 
First of all, is getting saved. It's the number one way. Is getting saved. And just like I said with the body of Christ, the church, you can sharpen your way, first of all, in the things of God by what? Learning the word of God. Or like First Timothy says in First Timothy 2 and 4, come into the knowledge of the truth but that's after salvation coming to the knowledge of the truth is after salvation so that's one way and the most important way to sharpen ourselves and to sharpen our minds okay what I want to why do I why am I talking about this I talk about encouraging yourselves which is good preparing yourselves which is good I talk about uplifting yourselves we all need those things in our lives today. I always put, often, excuse me, put emphasis on King David when the Bible said King David encouraged himself. Okay? Now, like I said, I'm going to go back. I like to repeat sometimes because sometimes repetition helps others. That's listens. The, that listen, you know, repetition helps. The first way to sharpen yourselves or sharpen your minds and sharpen your inner man is salvation. You must be saved. These are for the ones that is not saved. Getting saved. Believe in what Jesus done on the cross according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 and 4. Salvation is the number one way to prepare yourself to sharpen yourself. Then have the strength and go and make, make yourself get stronger and sharpening yourself inwardly and outwardly is <coughs> coming to the knowledge of the truth. Now, coming to the knowledge of the truth is also the word of God, but you must be saved first by sharpening yourself, and then you come into the knowledge of the truth of the word of God. Now, that's for the unsaved, the ones that, that's not saved, okay? Now, if you are already saved... Coming to the knowledge of the truth is non-stop. That don't mean you read a few scriptures and you read a few verses and you think you got it down pat. Because as long as you're on this earth, you're going to have battles. It's going, it's going to be battles. So we must learn how to continue to prepare, uh, prepare ourselves. Preparation, encouragement. Because there's a lot of things going on around. It's a lot of mistrust. It's a lot of lying. I've done a little series online, short series online. It's a lot of deception. It's a lot of gaslighting. Gaslighting meaning people telling you, you see things that's going wrong. You see things that's happening that it's not right, but they're telling you, you're not seeing what you think you're seeing. You know, they tell you, you know, you, you're, this is misinformation. Don't believe this. Don't believe that when it comes to them and other things that's going on. So that's somewhat kind of like gaslighting. But what can help us through all of this madness and mayhem is sharpening our being, sharpening ourselves, sharpening our minds. Watch who we be around. I know I say this a lot, but, but this is very important for my listeners. This is very important for the ones that listen to me, you know, you don't have to take my word, God speed. You don't have to just say, well, blah, blah, blah. Just listen to my heart. If you know what I'm, if you understand what I'm saying, listen to my heart on the things I'm saying, you know, my last show, I talked about trusting in man and I put emphasis on Elon Musk. 
Now, I'm not going to do a full study on Elon Musk. To me, and don't get me wrong when I said it's not really worth my time to put so much time on Elon Musk, but it's interesting and it's very important that you sharpen your minds and do a little research about who is this Elon Musk. Okay. I hear a lot of good things about Elon Musk from certain people or people on the right or just conversations. Many people don't know too much about Elon Musk, you know, including myself. But the little bit that I do know about Elon, if I just went by the perception, I can't really put a finger on this guy. What's his motive? I listened to a few of his interviews. Yeah, I get what he's saying, but... It's just something that's I'm not really comfortable when it comes to Elon Musk, okay? It's just something. I have more of what of confidence in Trump. And I know a lot of Trump haters don't like hearing this. And Trump, because he was brash, I kind of like that. He wasn't a politician, and I, I most definitely liked that. And he said it was on his mind, and I felt his heart, I felt he really wanted to do the right thing. Now, later on down the line with his decisions when it came to the Operation Warp Speed mandates of the pushing off uh, for this, these vaccines and poison, that I call it, you know, I'm still against him, but I still owe him apologizing for that. And he still, from what I heard, you know, support that vaccination push. And I'm, I'm just against him on that. I just totally 100% disagree with him and his arrogance on that. But I was still somewhat vote for him, but not in the way like, hey, wait, wait, Trump, Trump is the savior. He's going to change everything. And not because of him, not because Republican Party or being right or whatever. It's because while you on this earth, you need to just have some trust in someone. Now, I'm not contradicting myself when I say don't trust in man. I'm talking about four hardity of man changing the world. That's what I mean when I say don't trust in man. When I say don't trust in people like Elon Musk and put your full trust in them, check them out. Might be some good things he's doing. But the Antichrist is also going to come in. And I'm not saying Elon Musk is the Antichrist, but also the Antichrist, I believe, is going to come in cleaning house too to gain your trust. The Antichrist, I believe, is going to come in. He's going to wipe out a lot of things. I called it evil, wiping out evil. Evil wiping out evil for a reason, to get your attention, to get your trust. So we need to be very careful with for that. So one way to be careful is we have to sharpen our minds, sharpen ourselves, first of all, in the Word of God. Another way for the saved and the unsaved to sharpen yourselves is information, the right information, looking at other information, get out of your traditional information, etc., 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 things like that. That's another way to sharpen yourselves. Look at the other side of everything. Test. Let everything prove themselves. Look at other things. Listen to other people. Don't listen to the same person, especially when it comes to science. Science differs. Science needs to be in debates. Don't listen to one person. Don't listen to one man. For instance, many people listen to Fauci. 
but they don't know nothing about the other doctors when it comes to Dr. McCullough, when it comes to Dr. Malone, when it comes to uh, these other doctors, well-known doctors that I don't even know nothing about until the, I didn't know nothing about, excuse me, until the last few years. See, a lot of things happened within the last few years, and I know I keep saying that, but a lot of things manifested itself and exposed itself in the last few years, even certain people. And Elon Musk is one of them. Certain names I never even heard of start manifesting themselves. Certain uh, heart conditions like myocarditis and pericarditis and all these other strange names manifesting themselves being exposed. Not saying they've never been around, but they was more exposed in my circle and, uh, and I'm sure others too within the last few years. So... All this goes together. We need to sharpen ourselves, you know, being prepared. We don't need to know everything. Nobody's going to know everything. But sharpen ourselves. And the number one way to sharpen ourselves is for the unbeliever is to be saved and be, and get and be adopted in the body of Christ. That's the first way for the unsaved person that's listening to me. Jesus is the only solution that will clear things up. Jesus is the only one that will do the true purging and clean of all this mess on the long run. Okay, only Jesus. Let's get this straight. See, if you are a believer and if you're not a believer, whether you believe in Jesus or not, whether you believe who Jesus was or what he done or not, he is the only one that's going to purge, come with a real true purging and clean up this mess on this earth. Not only in America, US of A, but on this earth period. Okay, so one way to really believe that and trust in Christ is by faith and believing what he done on the cross for you and I. See, that's for the person that's not saved. The person that is saved is already part of the body of Christ, like myself and others. We just need to continue to grow stronger and sharpen ourselves in the things of God and other information that's out there. Because as long as we are on this world, as long as we're in this earth, we're going to have a battle in the mind. Because it's all kind of information out there. Some true and some lies. You need to learn how to differentiate between the truth and the lie. Because like the Bible said, the truth become a lie. See, and the lie becomes the truth. I forget what verse there was, but you can see that manifesting itself so much in life now. But not only in the secular world, in the economy world, in the political world, you know, in personal lives, but also in faith and religion when it comes to things like that. What's true? What's a lie? Many denominations. Some people say it's 400,000 denominations when I look up. Some people say it's 33,000. I guess if you're looking at it in a worldly sense of view or a worldly research or in America or worldwide, there's ridiculously a number of over maybe two, three hundred thousand different type of denominations worldwide because they disagree on a little something and they break off the different type of churches. God never meant that to be at all, period. Just like there's many, many translations of the Bible. There's many translations, all type of translations. Some is good, some is no good, period. 
God had no pleasure in that. It wasn't God's hand that started these different translations. I believe God put one main one out there. Now, you have many Bibles, like the Geneva Bible, whatever like that. But then why did God put the emphasis on the King James writing? And then all of a sudden change it with all different translations type of translations. How could you trust a God that all of a sudden come up with all type of translations when he put his 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 Holy Spirit through man to translate the King James Bible? You can disagree all you want to. Now, I'm not saying all translations is bad, but the inherent word of God, I believe the majority of the truth and in inherent word of God is through the King James Bible, but you have many different different hundreds of different I believe translations so going back to what I started off with earlier we need to sharpen ourselves we need to prepare ourselves because it's a lot of confusion a lot of mass confusion out in the world today it's, it's, it's really bad it's just like resting together I'm going to do in the in the future the near future some studying well, I'm not going to say too much studying because that takes a lot of time. Uh, I'm going to do some uh, some uh, some breakdowns on beliefs of different main different uh, denominations. The main denominations that many people know are denominations like the Baptist, Pentecostal, what you want to say, Charismatic, the Catholic Church, or you know, Seven Day Adventist, Jehovah Witness, Mormon, Mormon. All of them got a certain creed and got a certain tradition, and 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 what they stand on. All of these denominations, you know, have a certain creed that they stand on, and their church follow from years ago. See. They just didn't up and just say, we're going to start the Assemblies of God, or we're going to start the Pentecostal movement, or we're going to start the Baptist. They started somewhere from what? A man. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. It started from a man trust in what a man said about the Bible, what was true about the Bible. It started out very believe, I believe, probably very sincerely. But even when, just say, just say, for instance, when the Baptists started off, you know, they believed something. But all of a sudden, it was a disagreement with something. And all of a sudden, it started splitting. You had many, many, and there's many different types of Baptist churches. You know, I don't got tell the name, but it's just too many ridiculously from, you know, the Southern Baptist, the Missionary Baptist, this type of Baptist, that type of Baptist, and, you know, United Baptist, just so many different type of Baptists, as well as so many different type of Pentecostal churches. The Charismatic Churches is just the same as a Pentecostal and Charismatic. They have 
basically their beliefs are basically the same. It's just the Pentecostal stays in a certain group that's called Pentecostal Charismatic. They can start a lot of different churches and they have a lot of independent churches and they have different names, you know, but Pentecostals usually go, you're going to know it's a Pentecostal church because that's usually all their lingo and the Charismatic, et cetera, et cetera. You could be any type of independent church, you know, but my point is where I'm going with this. We need to sharpen ourselves and learn the truth, find out what the truth is. And the only way when it comes to faith when it comes to the Bible, the Word of God, is through what? The Word of God. Find out the wholeness and the fullness of Jesus. Not not just Jesus of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I'm talking to the believer now and the new believer. But who Jesus was in the Old Testament, who Jesus was also in the teachings of Paul, and who Jesus was, was or is in the future and now Jesus is all through the 66 books of the Bible but there's no way we can know that if we don't sharpen ourselves and ask for guidance through the Holy Spirit and that's for the believer sharpen ourselves prepare ourselves that's what I mean by that so um, my future teachings on this show Body of Christ Real Talk now if you want for the my the, the the newbies that just tuned into this show, I have two podcasts. One is this one. It's more transparent. It's get into different type of topics and subjects, worldviews, local views, you know. But it all comes to one thing: a biblical perspective. Now, that's called this show is called the Body of Christ Real Talk. I have another podcast that's called Connecting the Dots. That's strictly Bible. Study how to study the Bible correctly, rightly divided. You notice I put emphasis on correctly and rightly divided. So it's just not a regular Bible study. It's how to really understand the Bible, understand the people, understand, you know, not so much the cultures. I'm getting to that later on, but understand the people. Because the people in the Bible breaks down to two groups, Jews and Gentiles. Jews and Gentiles and once you understand the peoples especially Israel especially the Jews first of all which is about 95 and 98 percent of the Bible once you understand Israel and understand the people and understand the covenant and understand the promises that God made to them you can understand them and their differences between them and the other nations and the Gentiles okay so the Bible breaks down in two people groups. There's only two people groups, Jews and Gentiles in the Bible. It's not several. It's two people groups, Jews and Gentiles, Jews and Gentiles. And once you understand the difference when it comes to faith even and what they believed in, you can understand the Bible more easily and it will break down a lot of curtains of traditions and denominational beliefs. But you must sharpen yourself. You must want to learn. You must listen to this big word. You must want to change. You must want to change. One of the hardest things for a believer, and I'm talking to a believer now, to get out of, or one of the toughest yokes to get out of is tradition. Let me say that again. One of the toughest and hardest things to break down, one of the biggest curtains to snatch down 
and a believer's life of finding real truth from the Bible, the Word of God, is tradition. So tradition is one of the biggest obstacles or the biggest obstacle of slowing a person down, of knowing the truth of God's word or how to rightly divide God's word because tradition keeps us from learning how to rightly divide God's word because we're caught in a system that believes this this is what the Bible is really saying. And how do they get that type of teaching? From their forefathers, from from years and years and years ago. So it's kind of a system set up. So when you listen to Connecting the Dots and other great uh, rightly dividing Bible stations like Truth Time Radio with Trey Searcy or uh, Through the Bible with Les Feldick or, you know, <clears throat> or other Justin Johnson of Grace Ambassadors, which a lot of you never heard of, or Rod Knight, you know, or But Now Fellowship, or so many others that you never heard of that don't get the big audience, don't get the big, you know, population or nothing like that, not real well-bounded rich churches or stuff like that, but they are more than others part of the body of Christ. See? <clears throat> That's those guys, including myself, and I'm not lifting out, lifting ourselves up or bragging or nothing like that. We all have to get out of traditional type of thinking to learn God's real truth. Many people think they're going in heaven. Most people are not. Many people think they are saved, but most of them are really not. And it's going to bother a lot of people. Many people that think they are saved are not saved. Many churches think they are saved are not saved. Even some pastors are not really saved. And God is leaving light and leaving ways for them to really find the truth. Some catch it, and this is the sad part. Some get it and they say, okay, we have to change this. I, I really want to go, I really want to understand what God is really saying in this word. And some, uh, they see it, but they're so blind by the enemy that they won't accept it. They will, they rather stay in their traditions and try to get to heaven their own way through traditional denominational traditions. So one of the biggest obstacles and toughest barriers to get out of a believer, a person that's already saved way when it comes to sound doctrine, is traditional belief that they was brought up in. Church tradition will kill you spiritually. Church tradition will slow you down. Church tradition, which is a bad thing in itself, is very evil. Listen to this carefully. Church tradition will cause you to send other people to hell because of your wrong type of doctrine when it comes to salvation. Yes, you and I are responsible of a person going to hell if we don't teach them the right way of how to be saved. Especially when we heard the truth of how to be saved and we refuse it. Listen closely and we refuse that because our traditional ways say it's contrary wise. We are responsible for men and women that can be saved going to hell and we will have to deal with it at the, at the judgment seat of Christ. Not the great white throne judgment. Now I'm talking about the believer's judgment which is the judgment seat of Christ after the catching away of the church. So 
Okay, I don't want to keep this long, but we must sharpen ourselves, not only in our faith, we must sharpen ourselves politically. You don't have to be in politics, but we need to understand what's going on if you are a voter. We need to sharpen ourselves when it comes to our some of our systems. We need to sharpen ourselves on many things, how to pay attention to people, listen to what people uh, are doing, not so much what they say. Let me say that again. We must learn how to listen to people based on what they do, not what they say. That is very important. Based on what they do, not what they say. Listen to me on what I do, not what I say. Now, you might not know me from Adam, but I'm just saying, follow with me. Ask me questions. Make comments. Listen to me on what I do, not so much what I say. Ask me what I'm involved in. Or oh, ask me who I'm at. How did I get started? That's the only way you can find out about me. But, you know, a lot of people don't listen to me like they, they listen to a lot of other people or whatever like that because I'm not out there like a lot of them. So, but always question. Don't be afraid to question certain things, people, when you see them saying things, but they don't do what they say. Okay. When it comes not only with the Bible, but life or career, or beliefs, or politics in general. All this falls on the dime of we must sharpen ourselves in those areas, okay? So keep that in mind. Let's sharpen ourselves, okay? If we're not reading the Bible enough, let's read more. If we're not studying the Bible at all, let's start studying. Or enough, let's start studying more. Okay, let's get out of some of our laziness, you know, and just start getting into the word of God. Let's start just just doing a little more word study and everything. Let's start just not depending on what man says through five and six and ten different type of translations. Because sometimes a lot of men and women use different type of translations, you know, and they, and they won't use the King James or, you know, uh, and this is not a teaching. Don't try to get you to use the King James. But a lot of people excuses not reading the King James. And I can understand it because they don't understand the English literature. Or some people say we don't talk that way no more. No, you're not supposed to talk that way. But God used the, uh, the King James Bible for a reason. For a reason. Like I said, there's other translations out there, but I believe it's I believe it's pretty decent. You can make your choice, but don't listen and pick up every translation because a lot of them and most of them is not of God. So you it's up to you. You can still get saved and learn a lot of the different translations. I'm not saying that, but you know, because I use two translations. My main translation is the King James Bible. And my little when it comes to but I use King James for study. I use the King James if I really want real meaning and trust. You know, because I believe God used the King James and that's the Bible he wants us to read. I, I believe that. You can disagree, but I believe that. But I also read out of the Living Bible. And that used to be one of my favorites. But I know it's a lot of errors in the Living Bible as well. You know, far as that and everything. So I don't use the Living Bible as a study Bible. I try to pick out certain things that's meaning because they've done the best they can. And, you know, and if they're honest, they won't say it's the Bible that we should read. But it is. It's just a layman paraphrasing way of saying things for the people that, that, can, that get tongue-tied with the King James, like myself. You know, so I never put... Uh, the Living Bible uh, 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 ahead of the King James. 
You see, that's me. Some people don't read nothing but the King James, which is very good. But I don't, I'm not saying don't read other translations. I'm just saying be careful. Don't say you don't want to read the King James because it's too many errors or, you know, and then say God, God is okay for me to not read the King James and read this uh, literature or this new translation, et cetera, et cetera, without getting out of your laziness and really trying to understand the King James Bible. You will get a lot of information and miraculous things that the Holy Spirit can really move in that King James Bible more than any other translation. I'm saying that boldly because I really believe that God moves stronger in the King James because that's the Bible he put out there frontwards for us to be reading, period, you know, than your translation. But that's my opinion. This has not got nothing to do with translations, but I'm just trying to say, learn how to sharpen yourself. Learn how to uplift yourself, you know, in life in general. Okay, I hope you got something out there today. This is just a little topic I wanted to talk about. I think we need to really get it out there. I mean, I, I, not we, but this is something I really wanted to get out there. Real talk. That was a special bulletin. Let's sharpen ourselves. Let's learn how to study to show ourselves approved. A workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth according to according to second timothy 2 and 15 and it's more in the verses above that verse and after that verse to get the true meaning why did paul say that to timothy don't get stuck on 2 and 15 without reading the whole chapter or the book of second timothy that's how you will get the real meaning of that verse. And I think we are guilty of this, of just reading that verse. There's more to that. Study to show thyself approved. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Sharpen yourself with the true, full context, meaning in the word of God. When it comes to the believer, surround yourself with more sharper, uplifting people that can help you grow. Start getting out of outside the box and become more of a critical thinker. Get out of that traditional church thinking, denominational thinking. It's okay. I'm not saying leave your church, but it's okay to get outside the box and search because a lot of things in your church, you know it's not working. It's not coming to light because you haven't learned how to rightly divide and you're wrongly dividing God's word. I'm not saying you're not saved. No, I'm not saying you are saved. But I'm just saying, check yourself. Find out. Dig in. Okay? Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, Body of Christ, Real Talk. God bless you all. I hope you enjoyed this topic today. Let's sharpen ourselves. Let's sharpen our minds. Let's sharpen ourselves by sharpening our minds. God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out. All right. Now, a few of my next topics, I'm not going to give a big breakdown. You're going to notice I'm not going to be doing a lot of breakdown of what the, the uh, show is about or what the topic is about. You would just have the title on there. And I want you to go straight to it. And I want you to just grasp on what I am talking about. Because some of them I won't, I won't 
give a breakdown explanation because some of them don't need to be explained. I don't need to explain everything to you. Sometimes a title can speak for itself. I know they give more algorithms and stuff like that, but me, I do things the way I feel that's okay on my show. You know, that's just me. So this title will just be titled Sharpen Your Sales by Sharpening Your Mind. And that's going to be it. It's up to you if you want to click it and listen to it. I'm going to leave it on you. If you have a comment, leave a comment. If you don't have a comment or nothing to say, don't say nothing. But if you have something bad to say, you know, whatever like that, okay, I wouldn't know that until you leave a comment. If I need a correction, let me know. Leave a comment. It's okay. But I'll leave it up to you. I won't even push you. God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out, all right? God bless you all. Body of Christ, real talk. Let's sharpen ourselves by what? Sharpening our mind. Peace out. Left out, baby. <laughs>